Redman are the thong slappers. They're two blokes making lots of noise but getting nowhere fast. Hey everyone, it's Simo and welcome to our first 2020 to the 60 short story. Take it away, Red. Be nice to your friends. Always be nice to your friends. Of Chocolate and Sex, written by Redman. We're in her bedroom. The candles flicker and I see her arch back. Even the silhouette on the wall reminds me of Cleopatra. Female, feminine. Every sensual thing in this room has touched my lips. Her, the chocolate and the wine. Throughout this tryst, the power shifts. It alternates between us so many times it becomes unimportant. At once demanding, then the yield. This pattern repeats until it becomes insignificant and true pleasure surfaces as our inhibitions drip away, as does our sweat. We fuck until we make love, then the metronome corrects itself and we fuck again. We thrash back to the top, but fail to summit due to the tempo swing, which leaves us making love for a while until the pendulum swings its fuck manifesto again. Breathe into me. Breathing is the first thing we do, and the last breath is our ultimate act, even becoming a byword for death. It is fitting that the most basic and life-giving function of breathing takes on such an erotic form with sex. It's audible. This sound is ecstasy's audio doppelganger. I am heightened and drawn to the tension and release in her very breath. Our flesh seems to morph and adapt to the task. Firm flesh gets pounded into a sweaty, tenderized morsel, only to give in and become the weak and quivering flesh of satisfaction. The intermission. Two sweaty humans sit on the bed's end, the DMZ, the demilitarized zone. We share a glass of wine and some chocolate. The wine is red and warm as if absorbing or maybe radiating the fiery red passion we are floating on. It makes me heady and relaxed. We crack jokes and laugh. It's joy. Whilst removed from the centre stage, this intermission has the feeling of two thespians taking a recess behind the curtains. We are laughing and cracking ball comments regarding each other's main stage delivery, bloopers, blunders and performance. I tell her about Cleopatra. She tells me about passion. The wine vessel is now empty and the hollow glass rings out as it's placed on the bedside table as if a bell. Timekeeping opens up a new ledger and we reconcile it with gusto. The dawn is attempting to usurp the night in its unholy attempt to pry apart lovers and expel labourers and roosters from their bed. I tell her I have to go. She says stay. I explain I cannot as we need to lock away last night and keep it as precious as any gem. Every feeling needs to be justified. The explosiveness during the initiation of this lover's night must have the counterpoint of the lovers dragging themselves apart. I want to electrify every feeling. The chocolate on my lips, the wine in my head and a lover now behind her closed chamber doors all pay homage to the human condition of being alive. Out here on the perimeter there are no stars. Out here we are stoned, immaculate. Written for Miss Cleo J. Oh, holy shit. I feel like a cigarette after listening to that. Now, one thing I just need to make 100% clear is that I am not Miss Cleo J. Thanks for joining us, everyone, and we look forward to uh, bringing more to you with episode 36 coming out soon. Cheers. Cheers.